It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Indochino. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. Start your style upgrade now with 30 bucks off your total purchase of $399 or more at Indochino.com when entering the code LOCKEDON at checkout. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N at checkout for Indochino. Primo pasta and sauce. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 599 of Locked On Raptors for Friday, November the 8th. I am your host, Sean Woodley, RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors. We can find links to every single episode of the podcast. And, of course, please make sure you are checking out the Locked On Podcast Network. We have team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams. We have got the Locked On NHL channel, about 26 shows up and running there. Just a few local shows to get covered from here on out. So odds are your favorite team is covered right now if you are a hockey fan. So make sure you're looking it up and subscribing, rating, and reviewing. Uh, we've got football. we got fantasy sports. We've got a million things on the network for you. So please make sure you're finding the shows corresponding to the teams and leagues that you like and subscribing, rating, and reviewing. It's very much appreciated. Sorry we didn't have an episode yesterday. I just, with the way the schedule is wrapped around the weekend like this for the Raptors with a Friday, Sunday, Monday coming up, I figured it might be a little bit better to uh do one today and then also on saturday and then we can kind of tee up those la games a little bit on saturday it's it's kind of going to be a weird schedule here for the next few days just because of the strange uh, schedule the raptors are on but uh i hope you bear with me and hope you listened to the doug christie episode yesterday because that was a lot of fun thanks again to doug for coming on the show some nice response to that one so uh if you have yet to listen to the episode with doug christie you can do that All right, on today's show, from one very cool guest in Doug Christie to another very cool guest, it's our favorite. It's Katie Heindel. Katie, how are you? Good. Episode 599, feeling fine. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm trying to think if I should do anything like special for episode 600. It doesn't really feel like that important a milestone. Yeah, like you mean if it was like 1,000. 500, I guess, is more quantifiable because it's on the way to a thousand yeah 500 was cool uh i don't remember what we did i think it was like in the playoffs so just that had a bunch of playoff anger and stuff in it um but (laughs) this episode might be cooler depending on no shame to whoever's going to be on 600 but this might be the cooler one I mean, I think tomorrow's just going to be a solo episode, most likely. Oh, so, yeah, sorry, you're totally right. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, so, <laughs> on today's show, I we have just like 
you know, typical odds and ends to touch on. There's not a ton in the way of stuff going on with the team. We've talked at length about Patrick McCaw's injury and all that stuff. And it's been a pretty light week outside of the Kings game. So I kind of just wanted to touch on one thing that we didn't get to hit on because I didn't do an episode yesterday about the Sacramento game. That game itself was, I don't know, I wrote this in my recap. You could look at it as good, bad, both or neither. And I don't think you'd be wrong in any of those judgments of the game i thought it was mostly fun and that's what i chose to come away with it uh thinking but there was one development in this game that i thought was particularly interesting and it's not like it's new it's been happening all season long but i we haven't really talked all that much about it we've talked here and there og ananobi looks fucking awesome and looked the most awesome he has all season in that game against the kings he had 18 points he had a career high five assists he had six boards he had three steals he was a monster. Sorry, three blocks, uh, even more impressive. And he just looks so, so good. And it's really heartwarming after what he went through last season to see him having this start to the year. Katie, I just wanted to talk to you about your thoughts on OG so far this season and sort of the restorative nature of this year for him. And I don't know, just how are you feeling about OG? Because he's been such a treasure so far. And it's kind <laughs> of changed the way I'm thinking about this team a little bit. Yeah, I mean, like, this is exactly what we talked about happening. Well, like, we're hopeful would happen. And it's very heartwarming to see that it is happening. I like how much he's playing. Um, mm. Like, he's getting, without fail, like, he's getting, you know, 30-ish minutes a game, um, averaging anyway. And he seems to just, like, want to play his heart out for all of them. Mm. Um I mean, I mean, like you could, I guess you could, you could say, oh, they, like what you said about this game, like the Kings aren't necessarily like the most challenging team, but they've got some movers. And I do think like for OG, it's a kind of team like, you know, matched against like Buddy Heald and some other dudes on that team that sort of work and move like OG. I think it's a very heartening example of what I hope we're going to continue to see from this dude. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Yeah, he is, uh, like like you said, playing his ass off anytime he's on the floor. And, like, it's gotten to the point now where I don't even know why anyone tries to do anything near him with the ball. I, there was a couple <laughs> possessions in the game where he just, like, ripped it away from a dude. Or there was one, it, did, it wasn't even credited as one of his three blocks that he also chipped in. But he, in transition, I think it was Buddy Heald, got a transition opportunity and was just, like, seemingly going to walk to a bucket and then og comes out of nowhere does the kyle lowry ver verticality and transition thing and completely shuts it down and it's just he's amazing right now he is like an all defense level defender right now and his offense has been really surprising he's just like canning threes confidently nick nurse was talking about that post game on wednesday about how 
He, you know, when the shot is up, it's not like it was in the past where it was like, yeah, that might go in, but probably not. It feels like all of his threes are going to go in now, and he's shooting like 40% from three right now, so that's actually kind of true. And then he just, he's driving. He's looking more comfortable. He's not doing the sort of out-of-control Tasmanian devil stuff he was doing in the preseason. He looks (laughs) like he's very much within his body and within his capabilities, and he just seems to be adding more and more every game. And our pal Will Lou made this point on Wednesday. Like, I don't know. Is there a chance that OG is just making a Pascal like jump right before our eyes and we're just a little bit slow or a little bit sort of cautious to embrace it for what it is? Uh, maybe. But I mean, like, I think there's good reason to be cautious when like Pascal himself sort of told everybody to be and to not compare the two. I know like we don't really have another comparison like this on the, the team, like in terms of the way players have grown i mean like i wouldn't be surprised if og overshoots pascal in some ways like not everything but he's gonna turn into like a completely different kind of player um just Mm -hmm. by nature of like the way that he he plays i have to say though i'm not sure i might have missed it but uh has og og is like maybe one of the players who is free from nick nurse's recent wrath i know pascal got some heat (laughs) Um, what was that sorry like Nick Nurse's recent wrath that his like kind of tangent of ripping on guys is OG one of the ones that's been free from it? Uh I I don't know. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> I think he has been, which I think is a good indicator. Um but do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Nurse like ripped on I don't know if he ripped, but like, you know, he like uh, dug at Pascal a little bit, but he was saying he was getting some pretty stupid fouls the other day. Mm. Um, oh, and, yeah. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. This. And it seems like, you know, with what he said about some other dudes named Stanley Johnson um, and Rondé Hollis Jefferson, uh, you know, <laughs> Nick, Nick Nurse seems to be on a bit of a tear. So I like that he, <laughs> I like that he's, uh, not tearing into OG because there's nothing yeah, no. to tear into. No, it's it's entirely flawless what he's doing so far. It's great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the free throws are not great. Uh, <laughs> he missed the free throws with like five seconds left on uh, on Wednesday, and it was like, oh no, the free throw thing is back, and this could become a problem if it if, if it persists. But um, yeah, there's not really anything to be uh, like upset with when it comes to OG right now, and I'm like the way I'm just sort of. I'm really just feeling the the OG Pascal pairing, and, and I think it's really important, and re- it's kind of a relief that OG has developed this way so far this season. That it hasn't been sort of a repeat of last year where nothing really went right. And look, things can still go wrong, and there might be injuries or whatever that derail things. But so far, it's kind of changed the outlook for the team a little bit to see OG play this way, considering he's still only like 21. If you can use whatever this baseline is now as for as sort of the the floor of what he will be in the future, that becomes pretty scary because Pascal OG like that's a a tandem to build around like that's a a defensive nightmare of of a duo. Whether OG can become the kind of offense star that you can like actually you know build an offense around, I'm not sure yet, and I I'm still a little bit hesitant to to dive in on that. But his defense is otherworldly, and if you're trying to pitch yourself in 2021 as a free agent destination to whoever it is that you're going to pitch yourself to 
you can't really give a much of a better pitch than, hey, here's this uh, really excellent superstar who's averaging like 25 a game uh, and hits threes and does all these things while also being good at defense. And also next to him, at the other hardest position to find good players, is this guy who can defend every position and, you know, can threes and do stuff off the bounce if he wants to. And it's going to take pressure off of you defensively. You're going to be able to sort of just be whatever you want on this team with those two next to you. Like that is a really nice pair of guys to use as a recruiting tool. It's kind of changed how I think this team is going to pitch themselves in the future. And I also like it changed for this season as well, what they can be. Like, I think we were coming into the season thinking, OG is some sort of like, you know, uh, he's some sort of guy who is, like maybe an extension candidate. Maybe they don't even extend him. Maybe he's part of the future. Maybe he's not. But now it's very clear that, you know, this guy is very much part of the core. And it's it's been my favorite part of the season so far. And there have been a lot of things to like. Kyle Lowry being Kyle Lowry like this has been incredible. And I've enjoyed every second of it. But every single game, it seems like OG is doing something new and sort of changing what the outlook for the team can be and changing what even this season can be like. Because... He is more than just the stand in the corner and hit threes guy. Sometimes he he's just he's got so many more levels to his game now. All of a sudden, through just seven games, and I, I can't wait to see where it's going to go this year. It's it's been a damn blast. I never thought that he wasn't a candidate that this like the team would keep and build up. That's interesting that you thought that. I, I thought, thought after last sure. year, no, because I think look like I think last year like he had a really unfortunate end to it. And I, I think like, if anything, what his like playing so far has showed us is that it wasn't that he, he had that end to his season and then his, his kind of season just stopped there. I feel like it's really shows that he, as soon as he could, he like got ready again and he was like ready well before the season started. Um, and he's just kind of like come into this almost on an extension of like, I'm sure how he would have seen himself ending last year. Um, but I think it's like pretty indicative of just like the type of player that he is, is that he just like got ready, stayed ready, is like playing so phenomenally um, and like hungry because I think he just like, he probably wants to prove it more than a lot of other guys that like, this is just who he, he's like, he is who he is all along. And he's also like growing into the player. Um, that he can be uh mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i just like he's so talented and just in like the weird little things he does <laughs> in every game like <laughs> looking at like some of his like stats from the last few games just like getting like he got like five steals in the orlando game uh mm-hmm. and like that's an og i want to see more of this kind of wily sneaky guy <laughs> <laughs> i just like i just think there's like a different set of skills that you could build up in og versus that you can build up and the raptors are building up and someone like Siakam. Um, and like you said, it's very exciting to picture those two side by side uh, and like growing exponentially in seasons to come. Yeah. Imagine if the San Antonio Spurs were able to get both of them uh, for Kawhi, like they probably <laughs> should have. You'd be cooking with something there down in San Antonio. Instead, not so much. And I'm very happy that it didn't go that way. Um, yeah, like I don't, I didn't know. I don't necessarily think it was likely that they weren't going to extend OG or like not want to have him around long term. But I did think a repeat of last year combined with the sort of desire to keep flexibility going into 2021 might have made that a little bit of a question. And 
I'm super glad that that's kind of been rendered completely not a question at this point. And at this rate, he'll get uh, extremely paid before next season in the extension deadline, I would, I would assume, as they try to probably have some cost certainty going into what 2021 will be and hopefully maintain some cap room and all that stuff to go after who they really want to go after. But um, yeah, OG, yeah, he's not Siakam. I don't think he's ever going to be like a, a guy like Siakam where it's very clear he's comfortable in the role of the number one option on offense. But you don't need five guys like that. You need you need OGs to have success. I mean, it's a bummer he wasn't able to play in the playoffs last season. It almost wouldn't have been fair if he did get to play because uh, the Raptors were already just this ridiculous defensive team. Um, but like, if you're projecting forward, OG may never be the best player or the second best player on the floor for a championship level team, but he's damn sure going to be a guy who you can have out there as your fourth or fifth option. And you're going to be happy about it. And it'll be necessary to have him out there kind of like a Danny green type, but maybe with a little bit more upside, it's, or maybe a lot more upside than Danny Green. It, it's I'm just enjoying the hell out of it. It's super fun. I in maybe we should just stop like betting against Raptors getting better every single season because it just seems like a thing that everybody does every year, and it's very <laughs> unlike most teams. But like, but who's at this point, ding dongs. I feel like look if like you look at this team. If you look at the team, like not just from last year when they won a championship, but just like almost every year since like. 2014 2015 there's just been like a slow climb and like a slow build and it's not the most exciting thing uh in the nba when you kind of you know look at these like huge like boomer bust seasons but it's just like this is just the way that toronto develops their players and i don't think i do think it's a mixture of luck and development because it's not like you know obviously Mm -hmm. it can't work out like this for every single prospect and it isn't (laughs) but like for the core dudes it uh it does and i really like that it's like it's the core that's still that's still kind of maintaining and is still producing these kinds of results you know it's the outliers Mm -hmm. are giving us some some grief (laughs) (laughs) i don't know uh (laughs) um and the last thing i will say about og's recent successes is i really like that it's not changing his vibe at all uh, he's still mm-hmm. in the spa bathhouse, bopping along <laughs> on his phone with his phone in the tub, just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah uh what was this i saw the picture on the basketball feelings account of him in the tub was there any like backstory to it was there any video component it was a video. To it just- if you'd like to lurk okay. uh stanley johnson posted a long couple videos of just zooming slowly zooming in and out uh on og and i think i think i mean i think stanley is similarly in also a tub from just like the vantage point of where he's sitting and for OG not to notice. Um, So whether Stanley picked up his phone because he noticed OG was like on his for an extremely long time, uh, but he just does a quick, Mm -hmm. like a slow zoom in and out. You, you eventually are like, what's that music? And you realize uh, OG's kind of singing to music. I think that he's playing (laughs) off of his phone, just sort of a weird low mumbling song. (laughs) Um, <laughs> yeah, it's like a really sweet video. It made me feel great because like it's uh it's cold. I like that they're keeping warm. I love this is like mm-hmm. bath to maintain body heat season. Um I know they're doing it to probably do some post recovery stuff, but whatever. Stars are just <laughs> like us. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm, it's heartening that Stanley Johnson was, you know, feeling himself enough to do this. I, maybe he's auditioning to be the next Lorenzo Brown for how hungry are you? Uh, or it's just nice to see that he's not on the outside looking in on the team. Then he can have these like nice relationships with the core guys. Cause it's been a rough go for Stan so far. I mean, he uh, was literally on the outside on an outer tub looking in on OG. So I wouldn't. <laughs> the creeper I wouldn't, tub. Yeah. Like I wouldn't <laughs> jump the gun on that. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you, if OG doesn't know about this and Stan's just like, do an espionage then maybe there's a problem but i, mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case uh <laughs> we got a couple more things to talk about but first i want to tell people about our sponsor for today and that is my bookie it's my favorite part of the year i know katie likes the summer i like sweater weather i like leaves on the ground and i like threes from downtown that's right for some it's fall season but for the rest of us it is ball season pro and college basketball are tipping off and there's no better way to feel a part of the action and to have a stake in the game at my bookie If you're the kind of person who likes to bet a lot or bet a little to win a lot, you can try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites in the given week in the NFL or in the NBA or whatever it is, play a parlay because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So it's a great way to go. Either way, if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. The NCAA is back in action as well. And if you have a team that you think is very good, say Michigan State with Cassius Winston or UNC with Cole Anthony, bet on them. Try to use your basketball knowledge and prove you have what it takes at mybookie.ag where they make it easy to play and even easier to get paid. If you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines. Get in on the game with mybookie.ag. And if you join right now, mybookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDONNBA, all one word, to activate the offer. That's promo code LOCKEDONNBA to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. All right, Katie, some other notes here as we uh, quickly run out of time after a long OG chat, which really you can't <laughs> do go wrong with that. Uh, I want to touch on something that has been the topic du jour in the NBA this week because apparently no one paid attention last season and it's a story all over again. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, who the Raptors will play on Monday night in L.A. for the first time since he uh, dipped out of town. Had, took took a night off against the Bucks on a national TV game. By the way, it was a back to back national TV game. Uh, two straight, like two straight national TV games for the Clippers. That that's probably a bad idea for the NBA. But hey, uh, I'm not the schedule maker. Anyway, Kawhi sat. The NBA sort of supported the decision to sit Kawhi and actually sort of revealed information about uh, Kawhi dealing with a patella tendon injury. And that's why the Clippers have him on this rest regimen, the same way the Raptors had him last year, uh, which was a little surprising that they revealed the actual injury that he's dealing with. But, uh, and, and Kawhi Leonard even said so much that it was kind of shocking that they said that, uh, per Om Young Masuk of ESPN. 
And the entire discourse, capital D, for the last like three days has been about load management. And uh, I, I don't know. Did you miss this stuff, Katie? Does this bring you back to the good old days of worrying about when Kawhi was resting or not? Or are you glad you don't have to deal with this shit anymore? No, because I never worried about it when we were doing it. Like, why? Yeah. I just like, it makes me mad that anyone would get so mad about it. It's also none of your fucking business. Like, if someone. Yeah. Like, if a team is choosing to, like, rest someone, I think you trust that the team uh, and their staff have good reason to. I think it's particularly gross that, like, they even felt the need to disclose the nature of the injury as, like, some kind of proof. Like, to disclose it publicly. Because they could have always just disclosed it to the league, which I'm sure they did internally. So there's a reason, right? Like, you disclose that information at large so people think there's like some justification behind it but frankly like no team should need to do that and i also think Mm -hmm. like maybe in a more petty way but like why why would any fans get mad at that when you saw the success that the raptors had with something similar last season especially with Kawhi? you know what i mean like if that's what you need to do like just do it it should matter even less that it's at the beginning of the season yeah, it, it, like, none why of the, do you care so much? <laughs> yeah, none of the anger about it. And it's all like thinking about the kids bullshit of like people who went to or who bought tickets to go see Kawhi play and are Which is sad. Even that grosser. It's so like sideshowy. Yeah. It's like yeah. circus like, shit. It's insane. It's so so stupid. And so I I, I I never had an issue with Kawhi resting last year, and the proof of why it was a good idea uh, sits on the fingers of all of the Raptors right now. And you can't it just, miss them. Yeah, they're very very big. Um, <laughs> and so with the Kawhi thing, it's like people have like goldfish memory. It, it's insane, and I just. First of all, people are using this thing as like a, a larger sort of referendum on load management across the NBA, which is stupid because it really only refers to this one guy who has a chronic degenerative knee issue or whatever is going on with him. Like it's pretty established that's what's going on with him. And no one is resting at this scale. Sure, some guys take nights off. That's established. That That's a good thing. And people should be doing that. LeBron took a bunch of time off a couple of years. That helped him. Joel Embiid should be sitting games this year. You know, maybe he'll get suspended every couple of weeks and that'll do it for him. But he should be sitting games because he should be kept fresh for the playoffs, which he was not last year. And this isn't a, a thing where it should be on the teams. This is on the NBA for A, scheduling idiotic back-to-back national team games for the Clippers, which is like, again, you're asking for trouble and be having too many damn games, like have less games. We don't need 82 fucking games. Like it's, we've talked about it for, I don't know, five years now, ever since LeBron took that two week stint in his first year back in Cleveland and everything like, it's just, it's, there's no need to handring over this. It's been proven. We get it. The, the load management worked for Kawhi. It, it only is him that it really applies to. Let's stop making this a grander issue. And also let's stop being weird and like so possessive over Kawhi Leonard and his minutes played and him going on the floor and doing good things for you while you watch. Like, don't go, don't go by the 
Clippers tickets if you're that worried about it. Or buy Clippers tickets and watch Patrick Beverly because he's fun too. And Montrez Harrell and go watch Giannis when he comes to town. Like it's not just buying tickets to go watch Kawhi play. There are other players on the floor as well. It's just, it's so, so exhausting. And I'm sorry we dedicated time to it, but it just was uh, nice that like uh, it was nice last year because this didn't become like that big an issue because it was Toronto and now it's LA. So it's mainstream and it's big. And, you know, it's going to be a thing every time Kawhi sits, and that's tiresome. But um, I don't know. Yeah, I like, yearn for the really Alex McKechnie mixtape of, of love <laughs> management. <laughs> like, ostensibly, maybe more people, these games are getting broadcast a little bit more wider than they were when he was sitting in Toronto, obviously. But, like, the last thing I'll say about it, which is, like, I guess more of, like, an overall critique is, like, for people that are that make the comparison of, like, this being, like, oh, it's the the league is like softer now than it was however many years ago in terms of like uh, load management or like even the physicality in which the game is played is Mm -hmm. so bizarre to me because it's also like, would you suggest that we as a people go back to like pioneer times in terms of like (laughs) how we approach medicine or like how Mm -hmm. we approach um, just like taking care of anyone's body and then especially like especially athletes like this who have to play this like insane amount of games as you said throughout a season just like the if you if you expect the league if you expect the league and the game to extend to this point where like you know you see games where like 150 something points are being scored in like a regular game you know and you see the way like James Harden plays you see the way Giannis plays like you see the way Kawhi plays to have those sorts of leaps and bounds in like the physicality um, and effort and like talent of players, the game has to support them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm. Like their medical staff, their front of their front staff people, like they have to support them in those jumps medically, physically, and in all the other ways they would need to, or else like there's no balance. So you mm-hmm. can't just have those feats without having like all the back end stuff that goes into managing that. And like that is just so dumb to me. And it makes me so mad that you could like like those things and want them to the point where you're complaining that you you bought a ticket uh, and you don't get to see them maybe one night, but then not turn around and be like, wait, what does it take for me to get those things? Yeah, it is uh, very icky that he like the, the just the, again the capital d discourse it's it's exhausting and like yeah all the different like football morons like trey wingo jumping in and being like oh remember showing a video of like football basketball where it's just like punches and tackles for two two minutes like that looks like a bad version of the sport i'm glad that's not the thing anymore yeah and guys were also like smoking drinking fucking like almost shut down on the account of cocaine in the 80s uh so yeah yeah, how long were their careers you know what i mean like don't yeah it's, it's just it's so i don't know how you could be so dumb that is one of the great questions of our time uh (laughs) it's true yeah uh quickly before we wrap here katie let's uh, take a look at the road trip to come for the raptors they play the pelicans tonight i'll jump on an episode tomorrow to talk about that pelicans are one and six then they take on the lakers who i think are six and one and looking very good on sunday night 
Then they play the Clippers, the Blazers, and the Mavericks. A super weird travel schedule for this one where they go to the south and then out west, north, Pacific Northwest, and then back to the south. Um, so not exactly uh, pro load management in terms of travel. Uh, but, you know, the NBA is doing everything it can. The I don't know any, any thoughts on the road trip? Any games you're particularly looking forward to on the on the on the trip to come? Um, like the I think the Clippers game, but yeah. not probably not for the Kawhi. Like the Kawhi thing is the matchup, and then meeting him again is like the literal last thing I'm thinking about. It's more for just like what I felt since the season started, and I think we've talked about is like the Clippers are sort of a sneaky Raptors team in disguise just with the way they're sort of built with all these odds and ends that have like turned really amazing. And now they get literally the same guy the Raptors got last year. Um, and they look like they could, you know, totally go all the way and win the championship. So I think I'm just excited to see how they match up against Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the Blazers just in terms of like the pace of that team, even though they're having a couple rough games <laughs> yeah um oh i guess like the lakers too sure why not <laughs> <laughs> whoops um yeah. yeah i think it'll be cool i hope like it's it's like a pretty the first part of the trip is like tough you know like i think this sunday monday like lakers to clippers um that'll be tough to portland mm. but i don't know they're not worried about anyone else the Mavs, the pelicans not really yeah, I'm like I don't even care necessarily what the record is on this trip. Like if they go two and three, fine. One and four, even like I don't really care. Um, I'm just excited for them to play some real teams. They've not exactly had the toughest schedule so far, and like mm-hmm. the Kings, I want to really like the Kings, but Luke Walton's their coach, and they have lost the soul they had last season, and they don't seem to really know what they want to do with themselves. And so that was a bit of a, a downer of a game. And then there's like the magic and the Pistons and I, I'm ready for a real game against a real <laughs> team. I know the, the Bucks and Celtics games were interesting, but that's another thing too is, you know, I want to see the Raptors as underdogs potentially pull out a win here to try to yeah. you know, maybe quell any concerns that maybe they are going to be outmatched against the top teams and only sort of feast on the teams clearly below them. Um, I don't think that's the case. I think they are going to win a lot of games against good teams because Kyle Lowry is very good and they are a good, good team themselves. But um, I, I kind of think this is going to be an interesting test for the team that they haven't had quite yet. And there are no easy games necessarily. I mean, the Pelicans look rough, but they're still on paper better than their one and six record. And the Mavericks have been awesome. The Blazers might actually be like the easiest game on the schedule after the Pelicans. And that is uh, troubling, but also the pace of the Blazers look kind of like crap right now. So maybe it's not that troubling at all. Yeah. Um, I think like as a first, like it's like you said, it's, it's exciting. It's like a first look at the West and it's going to be a lot of people's kind of first look at the Raptors this season, if we're being honest, um, when those games like get broadcast. So it will event, it will like inevitably come down as this kind of like, the Raptors on the the public stage again and like what they look Mm -hmm. like to other people uh, and not just us. Um, I think it'll be cool for them to see DeLon again. (laughs) Yeah. Danny, cool. It's like a trip of former Raptors. It is. It is. So it's, it's, I don't know. It'll be cool. I'm not like, I know you're like number one at this, but I'm not worried. 
<laughs> about this season so far. <laughs> this is why I allow you on the podcast, Katie. You, you, you fit my narrative. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the only reason. <laughs> no. Uh, like we t- we said it off the top. The, the episodes with you are way cooler than the ones without you and uh, when, uh, when I'm solo. So no. Uh, Good save. <laughs> <laughs> That's also the reason you have on the show. Yeah. On the show. Um, all right. I think that's probably enough for today. We've gone mm-hmm. over quite a bit. And uh, yeah, we can leave it there. I'll be back again tomorrow. I'll talk about the, the Pelicans game a little bit. Uh, Katie, do you have anything that you would like to plug? Um, yeah, I'm working on some stuff literally as we speak, but I will not plug it yet. Um, so in the interim, please sign up for Basketball Feelings, as always. And if you haven't signed up for the Hoop Talks weekly newsletter, that's something I'm having some fun with uh, and kind of, you know, polar opposite of basketball feelings. It is a very brief <laughs> dive, <laughs> uh, like skimming the surface of everything that sort of happens in the league in the week, notable and interesting kind of running the gamut from like deep analytical looks to like funny, not so analytical mm-hmm. looks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Uh, In case there's there's like you're you're somehow short on basketball content. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, check out all of Katie's stuff. Basketball feelings. I'm looking forward to an Alberta themed basketball feelings this week. I'm assuming that's going to be. Oh yeah, buddy. something tied in there. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, coming up. Look, probably this weekend. I gotta say, I got real thrown off coming back. <laughs> I had a travel day from hell, and then I had a real kind of where am i day yesterday so i'm getting back into it i'll get i'll get all you uh alberta heads here <laughs> your basketball <laughs> feelings very soon uh well thank you so much katie this was a lot of fun everyone thank you for listening again i'll be back again tomorrow i'm gonna do an episode on sunday or monday with lewis keen who does a great uh clippers newsletter called unstatable uh, and the most relaxed man on the internet. He's going to join me to talk about the Clippers a little bit uh, over the weekend, and we'll have all the other game breakdown stuff that you'd like to going into next week. Again, a bit of a weird schedule probably. Might be like a Sunday-Monday type of thing after the Saturday episode. I'm not exactly sure how I'm going to do it all just yet, but either way, stick around, stay tuned, and we'll be back again next time with another episode of Locked Doctors. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.